Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated E3 Gaming News Extravaganza Special. I should have gone to the toilet before we left, but... Me too. <laughs> should we... <laughs> Do you want to go now? No, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. It's fine. Uh, fair enough. So, I went before I started, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, so listeners, this is the one where we talk about E3. All of it. Uh, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So much. So uh, what's uh, what's extra? I mean, this this yeah. podcast was in existence in, la- in last year's E3, and I felt like last year. It, I mean, it wasn't because we ignored it, but I felt like E3 just we went. Oh, that was a thing that happened. And, was it? Yeah. Have we been going for a year? Yeah, oh, yeah, nearly. Yeah, bloody hell! Oh, um, this this would be episode forty-eight. I think uh, around there. Oh, so late maybe 40s. we just missed it then. Yeah, but we, no, because we no, we've not squeezed. done one a week for the last. We missed a couple. That's true. Yeah, there, there's yeah. times so that I I don't know when the first episode was posted, but yeah, we've been doing this more than a year. Oh, damn. Um, and I th- I think last year it it was all about Nintendo because yeah. they they brought the SmackDown, and this year it was certainly not them. The SmashDown, yeah. Uh, so let's start with the the sad, strange beginning of E3, which is always EA, and I, I don't know why, because they're always shit. I mean, I will I will hold my hand up and say that although I know obviously all the news and I've caught up with everything, because of time difference and um, lots of different things, I didn't watch a great deal of the actual footage so but i woke up to find ea being just roasted um by everybody yeah because yeah um and yeah having looked at it and sort of assessed it i thought that that was an entirely fair reaction i luckily Um, had the start time wrong so i missed it uh and so i was able to just not talk about start times yeah i was gonna say because mike had some severe problems with the concept of uh, time over this i I had no problems with the concept i was fine i knew knew what everything was but Eurogamer just republished what E3 have put because i was reading their schedule on their website and it's the same as the one on Eurogamer with the things in the wrong order because they never know what to do with the AM things that are technically that something tomorrow. Something in America is happening on Saturday. If it's happening at yeah, 2 a.m. elsewhere, guess what? It's not fucking Saturday anymore. Yeah. It's fucking Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So EA basically announced, ah, oh, fuck all. Really? We well, saw, nothing that we didn't know about. Yeah, Anthem again, which, honestly, long road to walk down to reprove yourselves after Star Wars. So... Hmm. I, I refuse to care or give the <laughs> yeah. slightest shit are, about it. Some people are really hyped about it, though. So Some people vote Lib Dem. There are just <laughs> things what? in the Still? world where they think that something, they, they just refuse to look at everything that's gone before it. Think, well, this time it's going to be fine. Some people believe anything Boris Johnson says. Mm. You know, and you okay, like, that's fair. You know, what, what proof has this human given you? that he's capable of saying something true. And in the same way, what proof of EA given us that they give a shit about the people playing their games or an out just mm. out to milk every fucking penny from them? Uh, and the answer is nothing. They keep giving us proof to the contrary because that's what they do. And there's some more Battlefront 2 DLC. Yay. I can't believe anyone bought that. Like, how did they sell? 
one copy. Sorry, Minnie ran over. I got quite angry then. I'm sorry. You did. You've got a lot of. I'm there's sorry. a lot of resentment towards EA in the, in this virtual room, and I think that you know they've earned it. Yeah. Um. So. I I just uh, really yeah. fucking hate them, and I all they do is give me reasons to hate them more. Like this press conference. Uh, FIFA, NBA Live, and Madden showed up. We were all stunned. Yeah. Uh, they've done there a mobile. There was a couple of interesting points about Madden, though. I will say, as as the as the football liker here, um, it's significant that Madden is going to be on. There's going to be a PC port of it for the first time ever. Oh, is there? Right. Yep. Uh, so the mods are going to be hysterical. <laughs> um, also, they are. They sort of did one. One of the things. One of the players is one of the players that got drafted this year is a young man by the name of uh, Shaquem Griffin, and the reason why he uh, everyone knows who he is is because he has only got one hand. Um, his twin brother is already in the NFL and then he was following a year later because he came out of college a year later. Um, but there actually, there was a lot of concern that, you know, EA being EA would admit this detail about him. Uh, but they his didn't. twin brother have both hands? Yes, because... Um, then got, uh, they're not really twins anymore, twins. are they? They're still not twins. Not really. Yes. Of course, they're still twins. You ever seen one uh, of them lost a head? What's that? That film with with Christian Bale and he's got a twin. David Bowie's in it. Oh yeah, yeah. The he cuts prestige. his finger off. Yes. Yeah. Prestige, which that's, you've now ruined, by that, the way. Spoiler alert. Well, it's an old film, and that's yeah. commitment to twinage. That is. You lost yeah. your finger. You're well, saying get that the chisel because I'm about we're to. You're saying that the big Shaquille brother should also or, cut yeah. his own hand off. Is what you're saying? His twin brother. Yes. Yeah. To be fair. Okay. Yeah. That's how right, it works. So, I mean, but a lot of people are like, okay, so the point is a lot of people are expecting EA to not address this, um, but they have, oh. which is fine. So I'll give them one tiny brownie point for that. It's a very tiny brownie point. I was going to say, I did say it was tiny. <coughs> I'm, I'm actually, a couple of things that are Switch related with this. First of all, Madden's not coming to the Switch. I don't give a shit. Uh, I, I don't know who does, but the reason for that is because they've got to do what's best for the game. That just makes me want to extend a middle <laughs> finger up to an inch away from your face and tell you to fuck off. Because what does that fucking mean? That's, I don't know what that means. I don't I know what that means they either. they couldn't be bothered to put the time in to optimize the yeah. game, even though doing yeah. that would let them fucking millions in sales. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and they, of course, have also announced FIFA, uh, FIFA 19 for the Switch. Now, I don't know if you'll remember, but when they brought out fifa 18 for the switch it was all done with a well we don't really think anyone's gonna buy this so we're gonna put out this game it's gonna be a cripple hobble game and see if if it sells in the millions then maybe we'll make another one that'll be a real game but oh no one bought it see we're not gonna make switch games the switch is obviously a shit thing that no one's gonna buy and that happened within like april last year and then they really, they were, and we were like, okay, EA, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. I'm off to play Mario Rabbids. Thank you for your shitty football game. And, and then the switch kind of exploded. And then it exploded, bit. and they're like, oh yeah, we've got. We're always going to make FIFA for the switch. I don't think so. I think maybe you said you were going to fuck off. So why don't you fuck off? That's where I am with it. That it's the guy at your party who didn't want to come to your shitty party and sat there making everyone miserable till it got good, and. Hate them. I just I hate them so much. It's, it's really alarming. It's coming out yeah. of me now how much I hate Yeah, the today. vitriol is really strong. I, I'm quite stunned by it. I've been calm all day. 
you know, I'm in a, I'm in a good mood emotionally. I'm, I'm excited to be doing a podcast and talking games, but EA, I just, I just really Should we move them. on? Should we move on? Should we move on? <laughs> well, actually, I'd like to just, I, I can't match uh, Rich for, you know, pure vitriol, but yeah, I also like to mention the uh, Command & Conquer Rivals. Uh, and I said, because Command & Conquer, it's been a mistreated franchise for a while now. Yeah. And the trailer started and it was, oh, a new Command & Conquer game. Oh, it looks quite, it looks quite, oh, and it's a mobile only port. The Command & Conquer games were fantastic. It's especially then, within their time frame. You and know. then Westway, or, or West, Westway? It's not Westworld, which is what I want to say, but it's Westway, I think, uh, where the makers of Command & Conquer, they got bought by EA. And That's that good. always goes well. No, he's a shitty DJ. Uh, Westworld, that's an excellent show. It is. The last episode was banging. I have no I idea what's happening, by the way, with that. I've watched all of the episodes from season two. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Those robots seem mightily pissed off about something that I'm uh, very sure about. They're not happy robots. Yeah, I think that but is. But in on to a much, a much better press conference frankly you know well yeah i you mean know, one of the best of the <laughs> of the event because um, there was some cringy stuff going on in most of the other ones there really was now given my desire to rank everything and pick a winner of everything that isn't even competitive yes. from going from ea to microsoft we're going from my last place to my first place well i see i didn't actually see the EA show i skipped it also um because i just could not you know, they just did not register my, my, and, my and worth. From that, and my it... time is not precious. Exactly. <laughs> okay, it is not precious. You know what I spent time doing this week? I got two Magnum lolly sticks, and I spent time sawing through half of them so that I could slide them together to make a plus. There you go. And I stretched an elastic band around that, and I looked at it, and I was happy for a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered watching the uh, conference. Well, we know. Well, now you've already spoiled the, what you've been playing this week. It's uh, two got Magnum it, Lolly Sticks. Here. Yeah. <laughs> here, can you hear the wood? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so anyway, Microsoft did their thing, and this this was suddenly so much better. Yeah. Um, mm. I it was a just a much better show, and it was. I was initially more down on it than I am now. Because I mm -hmm. felt that they showed off a lot of stuff that was not Xbox. I mean, it was also Xbox. Like, yeah. it's great that you got Tard and Fallout 76 out of there, but we, we were cool with waiting for Bethesda for anything. And it's not a Microsoft thing. It's not special for Xbox players. It's Fallout. It's on whatever they put it on. And there's a few things like that. Um, like I think Microsoft might have swung a few points by having technically the most powerful console. Like developers yeah. wanted wanted to show their stuff off on Microsoft because they wanted to yeah. show it in the best possible light. Quite yeah, possibly. that was going to be basically my counterpoint. Is that I read your mind? Yeah, thanks. It was just a, it, it, but also I was going to say that yes, you saw it on an Xbox and you could also play it. I think, but you saw it on an Xbox first yeah yes absolutely yeah uh, you know and not the sort of you know and then there was a you know not to spoil but the playstation conference which was a little bit 
yeah. flaccid. Yeah. You know, a little bit eh, like they didn't want to be there. So where Xbox is like, yeah, fuck yeah, this game, that game, you can play it this day, that day. You know, so yeah. I think that was sort of, like you say, you've got Todd from Bethesda showing the new game on your system. You know, they're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. You know, not so. We'll we'll wait for PlayStation in a couple of days. You're right. You know, they, they said, said they said they were going to have uh, fifty games to announce, and I think they they probably let me just go through this: Halo Infinite, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, Fallout seventy six. That was a surprise. Uh, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which uh, I'm kind of interested in. Crackdown three, Near Automata: Become Gods Edition, which is exclusive to the three to the Xbox One. Metro Exodus, Kingdom Hearts three, which was the Fucking whore of E3. Oh, God, yeah. Everyone everything. had that, Everywhere. didn't they? Everyone got a little bit of Kingdom Hearts on them. Uh, sea of Thieves expansions, Battlefield Five. They got a trailer for that, even though EA had already shown it off. GTA Six, big surprise for everyone. Uh, Forza Horizon That did not 4. happen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it was a big surprise to the two of us, because you fucking got us again with that bullshit. Yeah. No, no, I got you, You got me, because I was actually was watching, watching it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rich was watching. Was it <laughs> It was, uh, it, yeah, anyway. Forza Horizon uh, 4. Uh, yep. Uh, they bought a bunch of studios. Mostly right. first mostly right. first uh, sort of party studios, but one of them was a kind of a big get This, This, to me, was where I really started paying attention. And mm-hmm. I calmed down after thinking <laughs> how adorable it was that everybody still thinks Crackdown 3 is going to come out. <laughs> Terry Crews still believes it. And if Terry Crews believes it, I believe it. I think it's going to look great on the new Xbox whenever that comes out. <laughs> I, I think 2020, that, apparently. Yeah, I think yeah. it might look great on that, sort of in the mid-range of its cycle. But I, I don't think it's going to come out on your Xbox One anymore. Mm. And I also spent a lot of time thinking, oh, actual content for Sea of Thieves. I, I could see how people would have wanted that from the get-go. But mm. yeah. oh, okay. Uh, and then, yeah, they started talking about five game studios they bought now as somebody who got into console ownership through microsoft Mm. uh, i i've been an xbox guy that's fine and as we've said on this show many times it was when they came out on stage and went tv 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 and then started releasing no exclusive games to the xbox that's when that's what drives you to a playstation and it, it's, yeah. it did that to two of us. So two-thirds of people, hence the sales figures we've seen for the Xbox One. Uh, saying that they bought these studios was them saying to me, yeah, see what we did there. Uh, We've got to not do that again. So <laughs> get ready for Xbox Two, Rich, because we, we're bringing it this time. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a case of like, okay, so it's there's no, not going to, we're not near a new console. So here's an absolute fuckload of games you can play on 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 your Xbox. So yeah, and by buying up, I mean there was a, I saw some sort of, ch- I did see some chuntering about this. You know, they're buying up independent studios and things like this. But I mean, if they're still allowed to develop as they they see fit, then it's great for people. You know, for for people who are on Xbox, because there's going to be a lot more exclusive content yeah. for them. So, I mean, great, that, more IP. I'm into it. That is the only thing 
that lost them this round. Well, you know, that and the TV thing at first. But, <laughs> you know, in the clawing it back, and they've done a pretty good job to a certain extent of bringing themselves back from the absolutely dire position they were in at the start of the generation. Yeah, this, that was this, bad. You know, I, Phil Spencer, I hope you earn a shit ton of money because you fucking deserve it. I mean, as the guy who's turned Xbox around entirely, he's, I, I feel he's earned his money. I would be pleased if I had put uh, Phil Spencer in the job he's got. Uh, and yeah, the the developers of the so it's we've got Undead Labs who make State of Decay, Playground Games who do Forza Horizon, Ninja Theory who do Hellblade, mm-hmm. uh, Compulsion Games, We Happy Few, which has thrown a question mark over the air of, but that was coming out on PlayStation. I think it probably still will. Probably yeah. still will. Can, but I think uh, that the next especially... game might be Xbox exclusive. Then. Yeah. Yeah, when that comes out in like ten years. Uh, but yeah, I was also I was quite surprised to see a trailer for We Happy Few that actually looked kind of good. Yeah, because we've been shedding on this game fairly, you know, from from, from on high. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what it actually ended up being, considering yeah. the many forms that it has taken and the many controversies and confusions. And uh, you know, I still don't know if it's being released in Australia yet. <laughs> I don't yeah, know that's, that's true. I haven't seen anything that said it is. So I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't heard any updates. So who the hell knows? But they uh, obviously it didn't do them much harm since they're now owned by fucking Microsoft. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, on top of that, they're putting together their own new studio called The Initiative. The Initiative. And I agree with what you said. Nothing good ever comes out of something called The Initiative. Ever. They, they capture people and move them to islands and keep them prisoner, and th- mm-hmm. that's what The Initiative does. Something involving if, islands. If you could do a search for that, like a group search in all TV, uh, film, yeah. radio, and life, nothing good has ever come from something that has been officially titled The, the Initiative. Initiative. Yeah, except the bad guys in Buffy for a while, were they? They were. Exactly. They were. Yeah, that's where Riley came from. They did bad things to him. So, uh, I, I don't know the fascination with doing this. It's it's like... Sounds there- cool. Didn't, isn't there a, oh, what is it from Terminator? I want to keep saying uh, Skyrim, but it's not. <laughs> Cyberdyne. Skynet. 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 Or Cyberdyne. Skynet or Cyberdyne, yeah. Yeah, there are two, com- there is a, a Skynet and a Cyberdyne systems, and you just want to go and shake them and go, why have you done that? I mean, <clears throat> for fuck's sake, you're an AI company that called yourself Skynet. You know you think that's funny, but it will end the world, so stop it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, as, a, as a former Xbox owner, I was extremely well encouraged by what Microsoft said yeah. with the studios. And well, it's... I, I would say as a current Xbox owner, I was always, <laughs> I, I was extremely encouraged because, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, although I, even if they'd sort of just come on and said, you know, here's a bunch of games, I would have been excited to play those games because I'm already the owner of the cons of the console. Mm-hmm. Obviously I think that, in two or three years' time, when the next generation of stuff comes out, I might have then had a question about which which way do I jump. But I mean, if they sort of, if this initiative and all these other things that they've um, acquired, if they in a couple of years say this is what's in development or we're we're about to release this exclusively for the next Xbox and they're cool, then that definitely keeps me on the Xbox track. So it's encouraging for me. They've encouraged you to jump in. Well, they've encouraged me to re-up if you will that okay. if um if say like i say in two or three years time when the next generation comes up if 
they're announcing games and I'm sort of sitting at home thinking, well, do I stick or twist and go to the PlayStation or whatever? If, as I say, in a couple of years, if the development cycle is working out well and they're putting out interesting IP, then that means that I'm probably going to stay home rather than go to PlayStation. So, Mm. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, for for me, this has thrown up a lot of questions over the next one because... I, I think that, like I say, I think Microsoft are going to bring the first-party stuff now. But I don't see Sony slowing down. No. I mean, yeah, this is... Uh, Sony's conference was... I was going to say last, but of course Nintendo had the last word. But uh, Sony, like, they... They have a lot less stuff. But in there, they do have some good first-party stuff, you know. Yeah. And some good exclusives. So they, they were going for... Uh, I think they were going for... Uh, pure quant, uh, pure quality over quantity. Uh, not that Microsoft's quality was any, you know, anything to sniff at. But uh, I, what I'm saying is essentially, I can see myself getting both <laughs> for the yeah, first I mean, time real- ever. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in the same place as you, Rich, because I was sort of, I was sitting at home. The, I mean, I was just sort of thinking about because my birthday is, is you know, sort of on the horizon, and I was thinking, is the, should I ask for a PlayStation Four? I mean, just like sort of say everyone club together and get me one big present and get me a PS Four because I'm looking at God of War, I'm looking at mm. Detroit Become Human, I'm looking at the new Spider Man game that's going to hit, and I'm thinking those are games I want to play. And it, is it then yeah. to sort of come in at? Come, I mean, I know it's at the end of you know the the PlayStation Four. I mean, you maybe got another couple of years left of it, but is it worth investing to play these games and enjoy them and other things like that? Um, but again, I'm sort of in a place of I, I, I've sort of although those games are interesting to me, I'm not sure I want to go down the road of investing in another console right now. Whereas the next generation might change that. Yeah. See, and I'm I'm also cornered by the fact that I'm not making this decision solely for myself either. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Microsoft can bring whatever they want, but if it involves me saying to Alison Downing, sorry, I've decided you don't need to play the next Naughty Dog game, then... Yeah. Because that's the day I sustain an injury. Um, <laughs> so there's, you know, there's reason now, well, we hope... There will be reason in, in sort of the ninth generation to buy both. Damn. Well, the th- here's the thing: watching Microsoft conference, I was uh, quite—I <laughs> was kind of encouraged. I—I uh, I was seeing all these uh, excellent games, but I was quite, kind of encouraged by the fact that I won't have to buy an Xbox One to enjoy most of them because a lot of them are coming to PC as well. Microsoft. Yeah. This really was the Microsoft conference, not specifically the Xbox conference, because. Uh, like uh, Halo Infinite is coming to PC. Uh, I think they they also afterwards announced Halo Five. They're bringing that to PC. Um, Forza, PC. Uh, Gears of War, PC. A lot of them are. They seem to be giving more credence to the PC side of things. Sorry to uh, interrupt. Uh, those of you out there who were upset at the unrealism in Battlefield Five, having a woman of all <laughs> things. Please remember that Forza Horizon 4 features cars driving in Britain on a sunny day. <laughs> I remember one sunny day in 1996. We went well, outside I've, and everything. Yeah, I've heard the stories about it from old people I've met. But, you know, mm. uh, that whole trailer of... Looks like You've Britain, seen the gear paintings? Yeah. <laughs> I was more... I was frankly more uh, distraught 
by the complete and utter disrespect shown towards walls because cars were plowing through like cobblestone walls. And I was thinking, right, we do use cement, you know. I'm I'm learning to drive right now, and I know that's a death. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. But they just wanted to have stones flying all over the place. Yeah. Speaking as somebody who, who lives in an area of the world that is mainly dry stone walls, you don't mm. want to drive into them. No, they're quite heavy. Yeah. They don't, uh, just, yeah. They don't just tip over. It's no, yeah. you'll you'll be killed. Uh, what else so, did Microsoft? Oh, oh the, back to the list. Uh, yeah, Game PUBG Pass expansions. Oh yeah, Game Pass. What was that about? More well, stuff. It, it was they're adding more stuff, and they've got a new technology that allows the games to start faster as you're downloading them. They called it fast start. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. I can live with Seems that. Seems all right. Microsoft is that, um, exactly, have is that good... actually what it is? Because I didn't. They didn't explain it very well. No, that's, thought, that's well, what it is. It, it, it's sort of adding value because ultimately they want you to have both gold and game pass. Um, so game pass at the moment, they're sort of, they've got it on offer. I mean, it costs about eight, eight quid English to, um, to use a month, but as well, the, the nice thing about it is that they're adding sort of day one releases to it. So, I mean, I think they, that's why they were really hoping that crackdown will come out sort of, uh, pretty too sweet because they have for a long time said Crackdown 3 will be available day one on Game Pass. Um, I expect Gears of War 5 will be available day one on Game Pass. So, I mean, that's pretty decent value to have Game Pass at least for a couple of months. And that's really mm -hmm. what they want you to do is to have it for a couple of months and then just keep, just leave it sort of thing and not uh, get rid of it. So, it's... I mean, but it's it's pretty decent that they're adding sort of pretty decent content to it. It's not just like there's one game and a load of shit. Um, so, um, obviously, it's still going to be a value judgment as to whether you think that what is on there is worth it, but they do change it, change it around and put kind of pretty big AAA games on it. So... Yeah, I think it's still. I think the jury's still out a little bit on it, but I think I know people who use it and like it. So I, I would probably have it if I had an Xbox. Yeah, same here. Yeah, because I know it, it downloads the games rather than streaming them like yes, the it PlayStation. Does, yeah. So I'm up for that. And I think on the PS4 there is a thing where when you're downloading a game, there there is an amount you download to be able to start playing it, and then it downloads the rest in the background while you're playing yes. the game. And it and, is yeah. always a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it is always it happens uh, even if you have a disc say you're uh, updating a game or installing it to your drive it'll say alright you can play it now and then you start it up and it'll let you get maybe five minutes into the game and it says finish installation to continue playing and because you've been playing it's been installing slower ah, really annoying I've not run up yeah. against that myself yet yeah. but I just let things install and then how about it yeah I think that's uh, the best thing to do Shadow yeah. of the Tomb Raider I oh have my seen, god, I'm so yeah. excited for this game! I have seen a lot of, uh, it's been kind of funny, I've been seeing a lot of people uh, in articles and stuff complaining about how violent and, you know, stuff Lara seems and how it doesn't seem like the other. I was like, if you judge Lara Croft throughout her entire, you know, gaming career, just by her actions, she is a sociopathic mass-murdering grave robber. That's yeah, true, but that also I was watching that trailer. Like, I was watching that trailer, like, yeah, Laura, fuck him up. So there was a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, I get. She's become considerably less sassy over time. But if you know, great, great. Your yeah. yeah, if your problem is that you know, she's just not enjoying this enough. Then that says more about you than about her. Yeah, Session? and also it is. Uh, 
Oh, oh sorry. session. Oh, yes. No, no. Let's move on to session. Fuck Lara. Uh, session. Oh. Yes. I um, <laughs> I I'm very excited for this because I was a huge fan of the skate franchise. Skateboarding uh, games. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, odd, isn't we, it? I I have yeah. no interest in it, but I quite like the Tony Hawk games, the older well, ones. This is what happened. The Tony Hawk games started to get crap, and so EA uh, brought out this game called Skate. And instead of being, you know, an arcadey experience, it went for a more of a simulation. And the control scheme was fantastic. It was like whatever you, you know, uh, do you remember Fight Night? The Fight Night games mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. you know, the controls were you, you sort of you had one stick for movement and the other was for winding up a punch. And depending on, you know, how you wind the, the thumbstick up would change, you know, what kind of a punch you were throwing, exactly what momentum you put behind it. It was the same kind of approach they took to skate. And we got three brilliant games out of it. And then it went away because EA decided it had stopped being profitable. So this is basically skate for, but from an indie studio. And it looks like Microsoft are pleased to have them. So yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm hoping it comes out in multiple platforms. I haven't actually looked in at this. Uh, but this looks to be the spiritual successor, complete with you know modern graphics and all that, all that jazz. It, yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Um. Then Devil May Cry Five. Very confusing. I have played f- half an hour of Devil May Cry One, and I didn't hate it. I I enjoyed what I played. I just haven't gotten back to it. Uh. Yeah. And then there are now all sorts of remasters and all kinds of shit going off on different platforms. Um, well, this was what was confusing about it because they had four Devil May Cry games and then they decided to do the reboot, you know, with the modern sort of emo character. I think the reboot has been... Yeah, I think the reboot has been rebooted into the nearest ditch and forgotten about. Well, yeah, but well, this was what confused everyone because for the first, you know, pretty much until the logo came up for this one, everyone thought this was a sequel to the reboot because the style sort of visually was very similar. But then it suddenly came out that it's actually the sequel to the one before the reboot, which I got to say, kudos to them for, you know, having the stones to say, yeah, we fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jump Force. Yep. This was weird. Uh, It's... Anime, it's. I was going to say, it's not exactly Smash Brothers. It looks more like a you know a straight up Street Fighter or Tekken style game, but it's anime characters and characters from manga. So you have Naruto and uh, what's his face from um, Goku from Dragon Ball and a bunch of other Dragon Ball characters, and then weird ones like um, what's his name Light from uh, Death Note, which is not, you know. Do you know what Light does in Death Note? He writes names in a book and it kills people. Right. It's one of my favorite. Ma- it's a it's a fucking incredible manga. But what's he gonna do in a fighting game? Write quicker. He's gonna have to get. <laughs> is this gonna be everyone else to a gonna, typewriter? Yeah. Everyone like maybe that. that that would be an excellent thing. Everyone else, you know, light is exclusive to PC players. Everyone else is using, a, you know, throwing punches and things, and you just your experience playing as light is uh, a typing tutor. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, just but type you ever played Typing of the Dead? That one. You can... I never did. I never did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it's gonna be typist. like that. 
yeah, well, so am I, because I didn't last very long. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be like that. You just sit there uh, and type words in. And the only other thing that made me really want to see this is I'm really hoping that they have, as an unlockable character, uh, One Punch Man, who is also my favorite manga character. I've seen, is there a cartoon of that on Netflix or yeah. Amazon? Something like yeah, that. that. That got a that's that got adapted into into an anime and it is. I usually can't watch anime. Like I, I read the uh, the Death Note manga, uh, right. which is like forty fucking volumes. Um, it's it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it, and I thought, all right, I'll watch the manga. And I can't. I really struggle with manga because it's so cringy, and so you know everyone's so hyper emotive and you know way over the top. Uh. But the joy of One Punch Man is it's a story of a guy who trained to become the strongest superhero. And he did in like three years with little effort. And now he can literally kill anyone with a single punch. And he is so fucking bored. <laughs> I love the idea. It's, it is. And it, it's hilarious. And everyone else, you know, it, it, and it's him existing in a world <clears throat> where everyone else is a typical anime character. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. This is fine. Whatever, cool. The, so I'm hoping that he shows up. Yeah, cool. Uh, the next one on the list is Just Cause 4, and I'm very excited about Just Cause 4. I do mm -hmm. enjoy the Just Cause games. If you've never played one, try one. They're I feel bad, because Just Cause 3 has been sitting in my Steam library for months, and I just haven't got around to it. That was, that was my saving game when I got the PS4, because I got the one with Battlefront, which was Ooh. not what I'd expected. And luckily, I'd had the foresight to buy a second game when I bought the console. And so I had just Cause 3 ready to go, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> that game saved your console. It really did. Without that, the whole PS4 would but have been... But it cost you, Alison. <laughs> yeah. And so... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get and back to that if we, if we get to the what we've been playing section. So I'm very excited for Just Cause 4. If we survive the next thing if on the list. If we survive yeah, the next thing. Because the Gears logo popped up, the Gears of War logo, and the crowd went fucking ancient. And then a little Funko pop appeared, and they all went, oh, no. <sighs> they see me trolling. Oh, yeah. goodness me. I wish, I, when you, when you, because I couldn't actually physically watch it. I was I had like yeah. a text commentary thing. Um, and then I saw you two react like they'd... Um, blood eagled someone on stage and i was like what the fuck is it and then people were going it's a funko pop what, what, I knew, what? and i was Jesus i knew that Christ. if i typed it in to tell you i, would, you I assume you were lying yeah you assume you're lying but yeah <laughs> do you know in uh, some ways if they had sacrificed somebody on stage that wouldn't have been as bad because then that's just microsoft doing something fucked up on a presentation that's not I would a, have assumed, an indicator you know, of the wider is, world of gaming going down the fucking toilet. Yeah. And and the end of yeah. popular culture in a tolerable way. You know, it's it would be a horrible, tragic thing, but still, no, it wouldn't have the bigger repercussions of there being a fucking Funko Pop game. Yeah. I think I was slightly insulated from this because I had something of this experience, uh, a sort of a tetanus, a, a booster shot for this. Uh, a while ago, whenever I noticed that they have ma been making Funko Pop comic books, there is a Ghostbusters Funko Pop comic book. Oh, it's I an ongoing I series. Could have yeah. gone the rest of my life without knowing that. That's yeah, oh, I think yeah. they're doing cartoons now. So 
we're mind-boggling only... amount of Funko Pop merchandise, just full if... stop. I thought it would have bottomed out by now. I thought it would have, you know, plateaued, but it just seems to keep going. We, I'm, I'm sure we're only a year or two away from the first Funko Pop film. Oh, God, that can't be far away. Can't be far Somebody away. Somebody has had it's... a meeting about that already. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. If they're making moves like being in computer games, because they are themselves merchandise. So they're now yeah. setting up merchandise for merchandise. Which this is, is fucking insane. Yeah. This is what philosophers would uh, refer to uh, technically as shit nuts. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. This is utter mm. shit nuts. Yep. Stop buying Funko Pops, everybody. It's just a piece of plastic. Mm. It doesn't do anything. It's not... <sighs> I mean, I, I think our generation, my generation, is, is somewhat... We don't buy things like ornaments. My parents, I remember my mum getting ornaments and my grandparents have ornaments, things that right. would, would in themselves be supposedly a nice thing and you have it on a shelf or right, something aunt, like that. Yeah, my aunt, uh, well, she's actually my great aunt, um, may she rest in peace, uh, and all that. She, whenever we go out to her, her house in the country, for years we always went in and we sat in the kitchen it was a big kitchen and, you know, a big table. We'd eat buns and we'd chat and there was a fire and everything. But there was also, you know, the sink and the washing machine or mangle or whatever the fuck she had. She lived out in the country on a farm. Um, and for years, I thought that was it. There was that in the bedrooms. And then one day she opened this door on the side of the kitchen that I had never seen before. It may as well not have been there. I think she summoned it. <laughs> and Doesn't she, look like anything to me. <laughs> exactly. And she opened it and in I went. And she had a living room, but you couldn't sit in the living room because every surface was covered in ornaments, little yeah. pieces of ceramics and, you know, what she said with crystal, but was very clearly some cheap fucking glass, just plastered. You couldn't move. You couldn't breathe. So, yeah, I'm... That's such an old people was thing, alive, <laughs> If she was alive today, I'm so glad she didn't live to see Funko Pops. Yeah. That's such an old people thing, though. That living room that you can't go in—it's exclusively for wakes and having a coffin yeah. in for when yeah. someone dies. That's that is what they're for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That room. But, I always I remember mean, that room. Those were supposed to be. I mean, opinions will be divided on this, but they were supposed to be nice things. I remember in and of like, themselves. Yeah, yeah. And whereas Funko Pop, all they've got is like it looks like Jon Snow a bit. Uh, that's well, it. this is the thing about Funko Pop. Is wow. I'm, you know, I have a bunch of plastic crap on my shelf it does nothing but at least it looks oh, vaguely okay funko pops some of them look okay because they sort of match the art style to the style of the figure most of them now are just a dude they're all the same head the same face it's just you know they the people at funko are, must be hoping that this character has a distinguishing costume or her style. Yeah. So that, well, you to know, be fair to them, to drag us I back to the point, I mean, the Marcus Phoenix does have a sort of Funko Pop-shaped head yes. already. So, I mean, you can see why <laughs> uh, they sort of went down that road, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did, whereas like the Ghostbusters Funko Pops, it's, it's four identical faces in four identical costumes. With different uh, hair, probably. 
No, it's just guys from the 80s, her. All right. You know. <laughs> but anyway, so we that survived was, that. Yeah, that was part of the Gears of War onslaught, because then there was Gears Tactics, which is a PC game. Yeah, which I thought, looking at it, was like a mobile game. Yeah. I was sure that would be a mobile game, but no, it's Gears Tactics. And it was at this point that I was wondering, wait a hold on a second. Have they dropped of war and it wasn't until the next thing that i realized yes gears of war is now no longer gears of war it's just gears it, it's just gears which okay yeah that's why i was with it okay look but, forward yeah. to the next kratos game just being called god yes because <laughs> yeah. maybe the that's what it is. is boring yeah they've sur- they've surrendered of war to kratos which i think yeah. if he asked i would yeah they, they should just call games what people call them anyway and that's why the next God of War should just be the new Kratos game. No, they should call the next God of War Boy. 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 Although I, I, boy. Haven't, I haven't played, so I don't know if the kid dies or not. Uh, I don't think he does. He I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I still haven't played it yet. I know he has a mother, you know, who starts off the story by dying, but that's what mums do. In stories. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Is, that is the function of them in video games, apparently. It's yeah. the chick in the fridge thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, let's get to the yeah, next. I've, I've watched a Let's Play of it. I won't spoil it for you. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then the next story. Mm-hmm. Then we got to see Cyberpunk 2077, which I think we all think we might be spending 200 hours playing later. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> people say, well, Deus Ex meets The Witcher. So bye, Mike. It was nice knowing you. <sighs> Bye so bye everybody. It was fun podcasting. Yeah. It was fun going out. Well, it was fun going outside, but I did it. I'm yeah, not, I'm well, not going to so do it for a while. I mean, we're going to talk about the other releases that I'm very interested in, and I fully, I'm going to have rickets straight up because <laughs> I won't go outside. Yeah. So uh, th- it was just a trailer. It was like a story and world trailer. Not even a story trailer. More of a world trailer than anything. But. Um, God, it looked good. I watched a Digital Foundry did sort of a breakdown, and they think that this is this is an engine. Like, I can only assume it's running on some sort of future PC. But considering they didn't give a release date, probably is running on a future PC. But uh, it looks so good. Um, the they uh, they didn't show any gameplay uh, publicly, but they had behind closed doors. Uh, demos running for the press and all reports so far have made me moist so it basically looks like deus ex but with a studio who knows story and character and gameplay sorry deus ex i really like deus ex but you know this looks better this looks much 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 better and uh it's another game you can pick your gender which is nice uh it's good of them to do that i think pro- possibly also they're they're wanting to do that because you know the witcher franchise for which they're known has some issues around women yeah in them so that you know this is their way of do- uh, hoping to deal with that um i really want this game you guys <laughs> it will happen no but don't worry but it's not today that's the painful part of it it's not like going yeah. by it now I mean, what you need to do, what I try to do to calm excitement over computer games is look into the far future and and look into the far past and realize that one day this game that you can't wait will be looked upon as quaint and (laughs) you'll wonder how we ever played games that looked as shit as that. 
and were that limited and you'd be disgusted at the thought of ever playing it again. And because that's that is what has happened to all games. And so it's going to happen to Cyberpunk 2077. But not, surely not Custer's Revenge. Well, yeah, and Custer's Revenge as well. So it, it's going to happen to every game eventually. So don't worry. One day it'll just be old and shit and sat on your shelf covered in dust. And you're like, do I throw this or do I try and get a penny from CEX? Well, this is what Allison says about you, but we don't talk about it. That's true. So let's go to Bethesda. Which is when things really got fun. Oh, talking about moist. I was moist for this one. <laughs> well, Andrew WK does that to people. I, I can tell you now that the Google Home Mini can answer the question, Hey, Google, what the fuck is an Andrew WK? <laughs> How do you not know about Andrew WK? Dear Lord. He's eternal. Why would I know about him? Did you see him? He, what the fuck was that? Because he dresses all in white. He's awesome. That man right. is, he the, is the, one of this generation's greatest pianists. The and only I say that comment that came out of me during his performance was, he looks about 10 years too old to be doing this still. That was it. No uh, way. No. He's great. Okay. I won't hear a word against him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only, uh, it wasn't the performance. That it was the, the whenever they cut to the audience. It was like, oh, these people, they just do not appreciate this. I would, have been, I would have been not appreciating it. Don't worry. I'd have been, I was at home not appreciating it. But <laughs> don't know what to tell you. So anyway, he, he did his thing. And then they talked two? about Rage 2, which I'm, I actually felt <laughs> okay. encouraged with because the first Rage was a piece of shit and no one bought it. <laughs> but it looks like while this is called Rage 2, it's, it, it's not really the sequel to the first one. You know, it's just yeah. We this is a there to sort of a, soft reboot. Yeah, and they've got a new studio to make it, and all this stuff. So I'm, I am no longer just written it off, and I'm prepared to wait for there to be reviews mm. before I decide on whether or not I want that. I'm uh, sure it'll be very good, but I'm also sure that it'll be. Well, this is the, the studio Avalanche, who's actually making the game. Uh, they're the ones who did uh, Mad Max, the Mad Max game. And you can see that very prevalently in this game. Yeah. Um, in fact, this game looks more Mad Maxy than their Mad Max game. Is yeah. it? It's just a super brown still. Is it still really brown? No, it, they've gone with like vibrant colors. No, wow, what? Loads of, yeah, loads of really vibrant, you know, pinks and blues and stuff. Um, you in, know, in um, their defense, they made the game of the Mad Max film before the film. Yeah. Totally, yeah. So and, this, uh, they made a Mad Max film based on like the old Mad Max films, which were very brown and, and, and weird you know, rantings of George Romero. Apparently, just yes. like, and there's going to be this and a guy with flames, and you're just like, yeah, George, okay, okay. yeah. And uh, so now they're, they're old, you know. But like I say, that Mad Max game, I I thought it was good. It went on too long, but I thought it was good. So. I'm sure Rage 2 will be good, and I'm sure it'll sell very well. And good for them. Then we got Elder Scrolls Online stuff, but I know nothing and care nothing for it, so we'll skip I that. Have heard, I've heard that with the latest expansion, it's become, like, if you want to play it as a single-player game, you will have a good time. I've been tempted towards it, but um, especially since I, even though the thing was teased at the end of it, I don't think we'll be seeing Elder Scrolls 6 for at least two years. Oh, God, um, no. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, well, we'll come back. We'll come back to the the other thing. We then have we'll be Doom, back to the other. Doom Eternal, which they didn't really yes! tell us anything yeah, about. But I am boy. just adding it to the E three shopping list. Yeah, because yep. if it's a Doom game, it's gonna be a Doom game. Why would I not mm. want to play that? Yeah. The- and as is tradition, they they uh, they teased it with that little trailer, but it'll. I think we'll see. I think we could. We might just see this game by the end of the year because they'll be debuting gameplay at QuakeCon, which is in a month or two, I think. Yeah. And if it follows the pattern of the last Doom 2016, I mean, I think this might be a November release. Not to hype things up too much, but I think that, and I've said it. So it's possible. Stay tuned yeah. for more information. Yeah. Um, Prey. Yeah, Prey. Got some love. Mm, unexpected DLC appears. Yeah, from nowhere. Uh, so they announced that the game would be getting sort of from nowhere uh, a year after being released. Uh, a free update, which added a new game plus uh, some sort of survival mode to the main game and um, something else, which I can't remember. And also they confirmed the uh, long-teased Moon Crash DLC, which is set on the moon. And uh, you have... It, I haven't looked into it too much, but you, you have to escape the moon. But like every time you die, it resets you. But the decisions you made in your previous run carry over. So uh, it looks and, and the game gets more challenging the longer it takes you to to you know get off the moon. And I was surprised that there is that was available right away. Like you can go and buy that now, which is nice. And then another piece of DLC coming later, which is a multiplayer mode, uh, which means you'll be able to play multiplayer uh, hiding as inanimate objects in VR if you choose to, uh, which sounds kind of fun. Not something I'll be playing, but it sounds kind of fun. So I think the success of Prey caught them unawares last year. Mm. And they just did not have any you know, plans for DLC. And they, they've had to scramble. I'm not familiar with it at all. It's a great game. It's a really, it's Bioshock meets, uh, what did I say it was? Oh, uh, crap. Well, it's just gone on the wish list, so. It's, yeah. It's, not, it's very. It, it's currently under a tenor on Amazon, so. It's a great game. It is a great game. Now, are you sure you're not looking at the original Prey? Prey PS4. Right, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. You got the right one then. It's just, it's um, quite cheap. God, there's yeah. a few that are under a tenner here. I, uh, I wonder if there's Titanfall sort of 2's down to £6.50. Damn. Again, again, I have. I've heard very good things about it, but I just haven't. <laughs> oh, the reason I haven't played that is that I have to launch Origin. Ah, uh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> or is it Uplay? I think it might be you. No, it's Origin. it's Origin. Yeah, it's an EA game. And then we came to the Wolfenstein block. <laughs> Yes, again. <laughs> oh, that was what an unexpected treat. Another yeah. Wolfenstein game. I mean, I, what I'm thinking is it must be like uh, the old blood. So when, mm. um, uh, what do you call it? New Order came out. So that's the big, the big full fat game. And then in between that and the the, uh, the new Colossus, they um, they released sort of uh, a, a BJ Vlaskowitz game. It wasn't quite. The size of a standalone prequel, yeah, standalone like prequel thing, but it wasn't like a full fat release. But it was quite a, I mean, it was sort of about a 10 hour, like it had a you know, a nice chunk of content in it. It was properly like a proper game, it just wasn't 
um, like a full size one. So I think that maybe this is like another old blood, essentially. If they had said that it was coming this year, I would have agreed. But it says spring 2019, so they've got like another right. year to work on this thing. Maybe then. So maybe it I, is. I think this basically is Wolfenstein 3. They've just for some reason dropped the numbers. Well, then sign me the fuck up, mate, because I'm going <laughs> to, you know, put that on the list. I am very interested to see what, you know, 1980s yeah. uh, Nazi America looks like. Although it is disheartening. <laughs> you know, you would have thought at the end of the last one, things would well, have I mean, picked up. In- you know. Well, they said in the all the bump that it's you know it, it's in full like rebellion. So I mean, it's been yeah. in theory, it's then been like twenty years of continuous mm-hmm. insanity. So yeah, it should be pretty interesting to say the least. Yeah, and it's entirely uh, well, you can play in single player, but it's also available in entirely in co-op. co-op. Yeah, because you play as uh, BJ's twin daughters who both have both hands because they're well, twins. As far as we know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what twins do. Look, they just have because the same someone hands. loses their hand later in life still just makes you twins, Mike. No. No. The other one has to lose the hand. That's how it yeah. works. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. This is what has got us to where we are in society is a lack of commitment. Now uh, then. La- yeah. <laughs> Fallout 76. hooray i'm i'm i've got to say i am i am excited but reserved about it because of this online element of it it gives me pause i mean they've already been thing i saw something come out today about oh you know we're gonna do this the people who are grief and you know give you shit and continuously target you and things like this um excited as I am to play it and there is going to be single player content and you will be able to play it single player there's going to be stuff you can do I'm I'm sort of holding back a little bit because I want to I want to know more before I'm like I'm fully committed to playing Fallout 76 if you see what I mean mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I thinking so because I love Fallout so much I would struggle to completely say no fuck it I'm not playing it at all so, uh, but I've I've got to see first, kind of what what is the balance? How how exactly does it work? How, you know, how does the single player work with the online? Because I mean, if you're doing the online, you can't use VATS, for instance, can you? I don't know yeah. things like that. Yeah, they haven't actually. I've been reading an awful lot of articles, and I uh, I tweeted you a documentary that NoClip did, which mm-hmm. they got behind the scenes when they were making. And funny enough, that's the one thing they haven't touched on is how the hell VATS is going to work online yes i mean like say the three of us were playing it i mean if you in start vats does do all three of us start vats start vats i mean if i'm but i mean because obviously you build your character how you like i mean and like when i play fallout i play a vats heavy character Mm. so i use vats habitually so how's it going to work i mean i know this is it seems incredibly granular but i mean it's important to an rpg series how you build your character so have I got to build my character in mind that I can't use this or that ability when I go into the online portion of it? You know, well, so it doesn't uh, matter. The whole character system, like I said, from that uh, documentary, it, it seems weird is that every time you level up, which they haven't, uh, there's no idea of how often you'll be leveling up in this game. Uh, yet, you know, how much XP counts towards something, you know, but they're completely changing the system where when you level up, you pick a... Um, a special trait so you know say you pick strength and you'll get uh i'm not sure if it's one of three or three perk cards which you can then put into a slot to activate based on that perk on that uh you know particular trait 
it seems like this is going to be a very different fallout and i i'm quite reserved about it yeah i mean i'll say i'm just excited because i'm excited you know it's this whole new area it's a pretty it's before anything else we've seen before in the fallout universe it's a massive area it's different it's not urban you know there's loads and loads of different things which make you super excited about it but i'm so cautious about this online part of it because at the end of the day i want to play Fallout. i want to play the quests i want to do all the leveling up stuff i want to do all the rpg stuff there are a lot of little things that i heard that sort of made me think uh, you know for everything that they said that looked kind of cool and exciting there was another thing that they said that made me think oh wait hold on now like on the map whenever you are playing you will be able to see where all other characters are on the map at any given time and i was like whoa no how is this gonna work that's not gonna be good that's going to be terrible. Um, Which is going to be one big red blob, surely. I mean, because if they launch, uh, you know, 10,000 yeah. people on at once, what your map's going to be an absolute nightmare. Oh, no, they're they're limiting it to like 24 to 30 characters right. per instance of a map. They want yeah, but then how do you decide out. which which of the 24 do you see? Yeah. As they decide, I mean, that's 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 well, super. I mean, I just feel like missing missing some vital information there because that's... That mm-hmm. seems strange. There, there is so much more to find out about yeah. this game. I'm. I just know I'm going to buy it and play it. Well, same here. I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, the, the but I think it. that if it's if there's in if it's like a GTA Six situation, like there's this huge single player campaign, but then there is online stuff, and you can sort of go, okay, online stuff. I see you, but I, you know, that's that's over there, and I'm not bothering with it. If it's like that, then day one purchase straight up. Um, but I think with the online stuff, I'm sort of I will play this game. That's that's quite they've got my money already. Um, but it's it's a case of do I am I sort of in this playing this, you know, at one o'clock in the morning on day of release? Or am I sitting back getting this for Christmas and waiting to see what it, what the what the community online community is like and mm. then sort of dipping my toe in or deciding not to and things like that. So I'm 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 in a weird kind of seesaw situation with it at the moment. That special edition looks fucking nice, though. It does. Oh god, that, the 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 power armor helmet one. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Have you seen how much it is, though? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How much is it? One hundred seventy-five quid. Yeah, I won't be getting that. Um, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Blades, which early reviews are saying it's a bit wanky. Yeah, what's interesting about this? What what kind of uh, this brought me back to was. There are two forgotten Elder Scrolls games. Uh, everyone talks about Arena and Daggerfall, which were the first two. And then they go, and then you had Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, and then Oblivion and then Skyrim. And then you'll have Elder Scrolls 6. There are two Elder Scrolls games that no one talks about. Uh, they were, uh, I can't remember, uh, one of them was called Redguard, and the other was something also stupid. And these were the Elder Scrolls games which decided, let's not focus on like the story and the character building. Let's just focus on combat. And they are awful games. Not just like they're bad Elder Scrolls games. They are just awful games. They almost sank the company. This looks to be the same kind of thing. It's on mobile. It is focused on combat. I cannot see this going well. Do you know, I think we're reaching a point where the idea of right there's i I would like to see how something like the iphone 10 compares in processing power to the xbox 360 they could easily 
put Skyrim on an iPhone 10. I believe that. And so, the, so yeah, what I'm saying is, aside from, I, I think it might be necessary going forward, or possible going forward at least, to put bigger games on phones. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That fucking controller market is still out there for the taking. It it so is. Yeah. There, yeah. there needs to be a, a standard way of putting a controller onto a phone. Battlespire. That was the other one. <laughs> Sorry, it was doing my head. And Battlespire and uh, Redguard. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, I mean, because if you can put Skyrim on a phone, why wouldn't you put Skyrim on a phone? Um, although, why, don't, wouldn't, don't, why wouldn't they put Skyrim on a yeah. phone? Um, yeah. By the way, that, that video of it, uh, Skyrim Amazon Echo Edition is fucking hilarious, and it's a real thing. I refuse to believe that they did that. It's a real thing. It's only available yeah. in the US, though. Um, and it's not a proper thing. I, it's just a bit of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I don't like these little shitty mobile games. Mm. I, I understand you wanting to take the form factor into an account, but at the same time, this could be better. Uh, then they showed off a couple of next-gen things, which was Starfield yeah. and I think Elder Scrolls Six as well. Mm-hmm. I think they may have mentioned something about Elder Scrolls Six. I didn't catch that. They, well, uh, it's not as yeah. if the internet fucking broke when they did that. Yeah, uh, and so I think I'm expecting that for PS5, Xbox Two. Yeah, yeah I, that, I, I wonder if that might be like a launch title, even because, like yeah. you said, I think Mike, you're right. They're probably two years minimum away from it, and I've seen Which, obviously the scuttlebutt yeah. today is xbox 2 or whatever they choose to call it um apparently it's going by the code name scarlet um is gonna be 2020 so but those two things can coincide in some way yeah it does Uh, and it also uh, thinking about this just bringing it back to fallout 76 i think regardless of how well fallout 76 does i think we're at least six years away from the next numbered fallout game or five essentially yeah, but, yeah. E- easily easily because i mean yeah. especially um Which, unless... when you look at the whole scale of when fallout games come out i mean i think i think that which is really possible. irritating because if they were willing if bethesda were willing to allow one of these other many many uh, studios they now have under their umbrella working very closely with them to make a fallout game I'd be very happy with that, but even, you know, despite how well-received, and possibly because of how well-received Fallout New Vegas was, uh, I don't think that Bethesda will ever license Fallout out to anyone. No. I think it's just too... It, 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 I think, like you say, I think that the sort of experience of New Vegas and the fact that, you know, I think that there's a legitimate shout for New Vegas being the best Fallout game. Yep. Um, Do you know what, that- though? You know, do you, do you know what? Ubisoft made a Nintendo game. I know it's so weird. So anything's fucking possible. Mm-hmm. It's true. It is true. But it, like, like I said, that documentary, which like went over the 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 document, the new clip documentary, the first part came out like a week or so ago, and it was the history of Bethesda. And then they put up another the second part last a uh, couple of days ago. You know, whenever this happened, the past, it all happened in the past. Okay. Uh, and it was the making of Fallout 76. And whenever they were doing the history of Bethesda, the segment devoted to New Vegas, it was frosty. They, you know, they asked them about it and everyone was like, well, that was their thing. 
And, uh, you know, they did it and it was very well. You know, people liked it. So that happened. Okay, then. Yeah, so they're not keen. Then we have... Am I I completely... I've been watching a lot of The Office lately. Yeah. The US Office. Where Um, where were you up to, incidentally? I'll tell you what, you're lucky you got me tonight because I started watching an episode... (laughs) And I didn't realize that it was the wedding episode. Oh, that's a double episode. In series six, so I didn't realize that it yeah. was twice the length. Because they didn't call it the wedding episode, they called it fucking Niagara. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get it. Uh, and also it was like the fourth se- you know, episode in the series. <laughs> Such a weird place to put that. But all I could see when I was watching Todd Howard talk was Steve Carell. <laughs> if those two aren't related, they should be. I kind of see what you speak, mean is remarkably similar. I see what you mean now you've pointed just, it out. Next time you watch Todd Hard, just look at his mouth. Just look at his mouth. Something is weird is going on. <sighs> but yes, anyway. Anyway. Devolver Digital did a thing. <laughs> I love them when Devolver Digital choose to do a thing. I actually haven't seen it, but I gather <laughs> it was weird. It's weird in a good way. And it was funny. And their hostess, uh, she pleases me. Who is she? Was any of well, it real? Well, the character's real? name is Nina Struthers. Right. <laughs> no, this was all, it was all pre, you know, like last year's, it was pre-recorded. They just put it up online. I think they actually put it up early, which kind of, I, I, don't, I don't know if that was like an inside joke for the fact that it was supposed to be, you know, a live thing. And they put it up like an hour early. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like last year, I wasn't overly, they basically announced three games. It was a little half hour thing. Um, One of the games, Scum, it's like some sort of survival, you know, Rust type game, but with cyborgs and stuff. Yeah. And then they put out this game, My Friend Pedro, which it's like a side scrolling um, action shooter. And I've watched the trailer for it a good three or four times, and I have no idea how you control it. Oh, this is coming to the Switch. Is it? Right. I have no idea. It, it, I can't figure out the control scheme, because you're you're jumping, doing these acrobatic things and shooting at the same time, and I don't know how you would have enough fingers to do the stuff that they show you doing. Uh, so it, I, I really want to see, more than seeing like footage of the game, I want to see someone's hands on a controller while they're playing it, just so that I can understand it. And they also revealed uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD, which is a remaster of a game which I've heard a lot about. It's a game where you play a fictional president of the United States who captains a mech, and you go around blowing stuff up, and at the end, you open up a wormhole in time, and, like, Mech Lincoln comes through it. Is this the news or a game? I forgot. (laughs) I forgot. This may have happened while Trump's been in Korea. Looks interesting, though. Yeah. But and then yeah, there was but, Square Enix. Yeah. Then there was Square Enix, or otherwise known as the bit where I fell asleep. Yeah. Um, basically, the phone rang, <laughs> and it was Square Enix on the line, and they they had an <laughs> E3 presentation to give. Um, that said, they showed more gameplay in the first five minutes of the presentation than EA did throughout their entire presentation. So... I, I I rank them above EA, and plus and again I, this was pre-recorded, wasn't it? Well, it was just just a, a 
reel of trailers as yeah. they do. We got more on Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which again looks pretty good. Uh, September fourteenth is that coming out? Is that what that is? Yeah, that's yeah, I think the, so. the, where I wrote September fourteenth after Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yes, no, that's just a random date. I decided to list. It's not related at all. Right, it's completely okay. unrelated. Uh, all those other numbers afterwards, they're just gibberish. Right, okay. Don't look into them. Uh, Final Fantasy... I'm really annoyed that I forgot to put a full stop there, though. Did, did I see some Final Fantasy fourteen stuff? Or was I not fully awake? I don't think you were fully awake. I think that I saw some whinging about there wasn't any Final Fantasy stuff, so perhaps you were sleepy. Well, there was apparently they announced an expansion. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll be it then, yeah. Right, okay. And yeah. a crossover with Monster Hunter World, which I don't know how that's going to work. But right. hey, I think, you know what really struck me is it looks like Square Enix, they, their thing was so boring because they gave everything to everyone else. Shadow of the Tomb Raider was covered by Microsoft, as was Kingdom Hearts 3, which was, you know, it was later covered by, you know, Just Cause 4 was mentioned by yeah. Microsoft as well. Um Octopath Oct- Traveler has that's had going a, to be a Switch thing. You know, had a, yeah. That's had a demo available since like October last year. That yeah. that needed no announcing. Yeah, and it's out in a month. June twenty sixth. Everything's coming on June twenty sixth. That that was the thing that kept popping up. A lot of these games seem to be dropping on June twenty sixth. Yeah, but they, apart from Just Cause Four, which I was already interested in. I mm. Don't you know and. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Kingdom I mean, Hearts 3, yeah. The, uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 thing, for me, is still dependent on me playing the first two and liking them. Uh, I just love... I, I have no real interest. I've had interest in the... I was interested at one point until I read the the, the phrase Kingdom Hearts uh, Final Prologue Remix 2.5, and I was like, oh, fuck all this. Yeah, I just went back to the PS2 originals. Um, yeah, but I do love... I love the mix of like whimsical characters and then people trying to be really ser- self-serious about Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's very odd, isn't it? It's just like yeah. The, the, people just, are really into it though. The character, yeah. When the character like turns around with like tears in her eyes and says, "Mickey, you're too late." What? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Kingdom Hearts it's- game. Mickey has never been in this situation. Don't you tell him he's too late. He was not. He has not been coached on how to deal with this shit. He's doing his best in he's, a, in a he's, stressful he's, situation. He's dressed as a fucking wizard. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was Square Enix. It's fairly meh, to be perfectly honest. Um, as, nothing as was. Well, yeah. then Limited Run Games, who did another pre-recorded thing that was not great, very low budget it was sort of thing. pretty awful. It was painful to watch, but they announced lots of Switch games. And <laughs> they did. it became time to take stock of my life. <laughs> um, yeah, this can't go on. Uh, so it has- well, I thought you would be relatively pleased because they didn't actually announce an awful lot of new games. Like a lot of these things they have already announced. Well, I thought- what? No, uh, the only thing on there that I knew was coming was Night Trap because uh, they, they announced that pretty much as soon as they knew, I think like that was a right. big get for them. And we all, we had that big thing about, look, night, they said Night Trap would never be on a Nintendo and uh, say all that. Yeah. Um, I'm not, any longer going to be 
making sure that I purchase absolutely every release from limited run games and super rare games, because quite frankly, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm limiting it to games I actually want. It's crazy. Especially, wow, what a novel uh, I, I know. concept. Yeah. yeah. Things that you're going to like play and stuff. Yeah. And we say yeah. that like, yeah, of course it seems obvious, but I have bought games that I don't want to play. And that that's, is, I can safely say like for most of my, the only thing, the only games I have in my library, in my Steam library that I genuinely did not want to play. I bought them because they were in a bundle with something that I did want to play. I've never yeah. actually bought a game that I've been like, I'm never going to play this. Rich, I hope that saying this out loud, I mean, it's really healthy for you, but I hope you acknowledge that that is bonkers. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and as Alison has pointed out, this is actually a symptom of depression. Uh, yep. It's, it's about controlling something and yes, that's being true. able to organize something and have something be complete and nice in its own little thing. And she observed this in me. It became obvious to her when I was well into the vaping thing. And <laughs> it was all about getting these things and ordering them and cleaning them and setting them up properly and all this stuff. It's like, all oh, right, this is what he's doing. And it's, I, I fell into this same trap with these things. And I, I joke because they've got the numbers on the side. It fucking <laughs> is because true. they've got the numbers on the side. Um, you see, I do the exact same thing with the comic books that I download. Absolutely. I'm sure I have, it's... I have comic books that I'm never, I know that I'm never going to read. I do it because I want to put them in order. I want to have them properly formatted. And I want, you know, to have a nice little collection. The thing is, I don't have to pay for those. <laughs> that's that's true. If, if, I, if I was actually buying those books, yeah. Uh, yeah, things would be worse. I think I might actually be in a bigger hole than you. <laughs> Yeah, and and so it became time to sort of really say to myself, look, this has to stop immediately, and I'm now going to... I am not in any way saying I'm not going to buy games from Limited Run Games anymore. Not at all. Yeah, I, they do good stuff. I still yeah. want Night Trap, even though I've already got the Limited <laughs> Run Games Night Trap for PS4. I want the Switch one for the novelty value, if nothing else. And from the yeah. sixth, I would also get Golf Story and probably Thumper. Uh, but yeah, it's... Do you know what what made it stand out was ukulele, yeah. which is a game that I don't want to play. It, you have been warned about it. <laughs> I've been warned about it. It came out to lukewarm reviews, and even the people who liked it, w- when you look at the kind of game it is, it's not a game that would appeal to me. So mm. I, have, I have no interest in it, and it's going to be a limited run games release. So was I going to fucking buy this game that I don't want to play? See, the interesting thing about ukulele in this is if the only reason this is a limited run game is because it wasn't as good as it should have been. If this game had been as good as they had hoped it was and as good as people had hoped it would, it would have had an official, you know, Nintendo would have ported it to the Switch. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was kind of a disappointment for everyone. Yeah, and I think you've already picked a good time. You picked a good time because they did announce as well during this that they are they're publishing games from other yeah. places, or they and they're also working on their own. They're going to start localizing games as well. So it looks like you've gotten out as they're planning to ramp up. So yeah, because it was going to get ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, it just became obvious, and, and so. 
I went to their website and looked at what they're currently offering because there's there's a a couple of things uh, like that ocean horn, and I went I took the trouble to go and look up ocean horn, and you know what? It's apparently not all that great. <laughs> it's apparently like trying to be a Zelda game, but it's clearly made by people who aren't as good at making Zelda games as fucking Nintendo are. So it's actually quite poor. And I was going to buy that. And, and I was going to buy yeah. because, <laughs> because, you know, mm-hmm. and I was going to buy Slime Sand, uh, the other one, which is a numbered limited run games thing. But again, right. I read the review and it's like, I don't want to Are you that. saying that I missed something on the list? God no, they didn't. It. No, no, they didn't announce that. It's just the, it, that one was on sale before E3. Oh, thank God. Um, so don't worry. But yeah, I looked it up. It's not a game I want to play. It actually has, I think, a Metacritic score of about 83, which is pretty good. But it's not. It's a super hard platformer in the vein of Super Meat Boy. Ah, right. Like, I, don't, I don't want to play that. I can't be bothered with that. So why was I going to... And I was just going to buy it. So I've broken the thing. I'm not getting these. I will officially have not, I'll, I'll have missed a number out in the limited run games thing. And that will break the cycle mentally for me of having to worry about having all of them. You should try getting the like butterfly catching because it's like all you need. It's a one-off payment for like a net. Yeah, that might be easy. Rich, you should start, you should start making things like what I have apart from podcasts, just start making some cushions. Yeah. That's the way to go. Churn them out, mate. And so I feel better for it. So then do you I make w- like a do you make like a good screaming cushion? You know, one that really <laughs> absorbs sound. Really <laughs> do a really well. screaming too. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Them. I make I make them all out of polar flea, so they're nice and soft. So nice. You'd need not, a- not memory foam though. I don't want it to remember. I don't want. Oh no no it. no! It's no foam in it. It's like um, cushion stuffing. You yeah. know, like um, fluff. So okay, it so- absorbs the tea as well. That's good. <laughs> So good I stuff. have broken my addiction and my my mental block on this. I feel so it's I felt so healthy. good that I rushed That's straight. That's really good, Rich. I felt so good. I rushed straight to Amazon and bought a game. <laughs> <laughs> However, well done. It was a game that I really wanted, and it has a much higher Metacritic score than any of those unlimited run games, and indeed <laughs> cost less than one of the three I was planning to buy. So, yeah. you know, it's all swings and roundabouts in it. Owlboy, by the way, that's what game I bought. I think I've heard of that. Hmm. It's quite high. I've, 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 start, I've, dis- I've decided that the best way to buy Switch games is to just work your way down the Metacritic list. Because <laughs> why Fair not? Enough. Start with the best ones and then just pick them out as you'd like on the way down. And it's safe in the knowledge that your gaming experience is only going to get worse. See, this is the thing about limited run games is they have specialized in cult hits. And the thing about cult hits is... Just because it's a cult hit, that doesn't mean you are going to like it. It means that only a select group of people enjoyed it. So <laughs> it yeah. may not actually be good. Exactly. In fact, Hence it kind of cult. means it probably won't be good, yeah. is what it means. A minority enjoyed this. So here you go. So anyway, we move on to Ubisoft, who I have yeah. to say did very well. They I, did, despite their start. Yes, but I, I have them in second place overall. Um, first of all, you don't need to announce Just Dance anymore. We assume it's like all the others, but with music from the previous year. Mm-hmm. That's Can I it. just say, I'm fascinated by the fact it's coming out on the Wii. Oh, isn't it amazing? What? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, huge install base. I'm actually more surprised it's coming out on the Wii U. 
<laughs> because it, that doesn't yeah. have the install base that the Wii has. Uh, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, the Wii U did not come with nunchucks. No, you know the control. Yeah, that is odd. Um, and it's you know that there have I think there's been another I, one like Just Dance that has also come out on the, the Switch and Wii, but not I the think, Wii U. I think Ubisoft might just be trying to keep Nintendo sweet. Well, they're doing a good job of it. They're doing a good job of it, you know. But also, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah, we'll we'll do the the Mario Rabbids thing, but we'll also and we'll do you know Starlink and all that, but we'll also do like. You want some Just Dance? Mind okay. you, who gives a shit about what Nintendo don't give a shit about the Wii anymore? They don't. They don't care. They're well past that now, as most people are. I think these things mm. go to nursing homes, and <laughs> I, I don't know where yeah. they go. Now that you say that, I don't know where ours is. Mine's behind it, me. I think it's in a drawer. Go. Yeah, uh, but they're doing that anyway. Just Dance 2019 with a dancing panda. Beyond yeah. Good and Evil Two had a wonderful computer-generated film to talk yes, about. Yes, it. it did. Um, yes, it did, and that looked great. But then, so did Toy Story Three. Uh, <laughs> I haven't the, the played on, Beyond Good and Evil thing, One yet. Yeah. I haven't finished it. There's a really irritating thing that's happened with Beyond Good and Evil. Again, you know the reason that, that this is so uh, hotly anticipated is because you know, Beyond Good and Evil, the first one was, it was a cult hit, but it like grew as it went on uh, it's considered one of the, like the best games ever uh this one they announced it's a huge open universe thing and it's a prequel which is why whenever the character from the first one showed up at the end of the trailer everyone was like oh but she's a bad person now so that means that she was a bad guy originally i'm like i i don't i don't care i really don't this is i wish i could care about this game i really do uh and then joseph gordon levitt showed up I was like, yeah. he's nice. He is, isn't he's he? He's really nice. He is, yeah. I enjoyed that part. I did as well. I like that idea as well. The, 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 the argument being this, this world we made is so big, we need a shit ton of music. So let's put fans' music in the game. And they're working with Joseph Gordon-Levitt because he has a, what is it called, Record? Yeah, website, something like that. And yeah. people can submit music to stuff. So they're doing a thing with them. Music and art and everything. And that's something that I thought was really cool because... Like every open world game, even the best open world games, there is a problem with them. Uh, like I think GTA, uh, the GTA, uh, GTA Five tries to be, you know, really representative of things. That you know, it doesn't try to go for like a style other yeah. than being irreverent. But you can still tell, like every brand, every car, every piece of clothing, every piece of music, every radio station, you can tell that it was made by the same team of people. It's somewhat as diverse as they try to be, it's still homogenous because it was made by a small group of people. So I, I think we've yet to see an open world game, which actually looks like the real world in terms of, you know, brands and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that, I don't think that this game will be that necessarily, but I think it's a, co a good idea. I, I going do forward. as well. Yeah. I, think. I, mean, I mean, people, you don't necessarily need, you know, to be paid for this i mean if if someone if rockstar came to me and said do a drawing and we'll put it in the next gta i'd be like fuck yeah okay here you go it's a doodle of a dick <laughs> and i would walk to where that it's doodle was planned. in the game already planned it, it, i would walk to where it's, it's so bad that the first place i went to was a doodle of a dick, a dick. 
but I would go to where that was in game, like you know, as a little piece of graffiti on a wall, and I would be super chuffed. I still Rock. always wanted there to be international turn your podcast logo to a picture of a dick day. Well, you need to be the leader that we. I don't want to get kicked off iTunes for that reason. <laughs> but it's always struck me that that would be fucking hilarious because there would be nothing they could do. They just get that picture for your show off the RSS feed. We just all check on one day. We just change it to a picture of a dick. Oh. And then you go to the iTunes podcast section and it's wall to wall dicks. That would be fucking hilarious. We'd all be kicked off at the table. <laughs> They could, well, this is the thing. They couldn't kick you all off. That's it. Right? We, you've ruined podcasting now. We're not having anybody. Now you've had international turn your podcast logo to a picture of a dick day. Stupid <laughs> podcasters. Tim Cook will be angry at us, and I don't like that. Idea. Um, anyway, uh, Ubisoft prattled on for a bit with various stuff. Uh, some they, of had it, a, they had a slightly confused looking Miyamoto show up. They did, and he did. He <laughs> did, <laughs> he really did. Uh, this is for the Starlink game, which now every Nintendo fan is saying, well, now I need to buy this. Like, no, you don't, it's a toy. Uh, but this, they're doing a Star Fox thing, which got me all excited and let down for Nintendo's thing, because I was thinking, well, they're bringing Star Fox back here. Then maybe as part of something else, there'll be a Star Fox thing in Nintendo's thing. Nah. 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 And I just, I was disappointed because they made the R-Wing look shit. I love the R-Wing. I love the N64. Like, I'm, I, this isn't rose-tinted glasses. I decided to go back and look at, like, the history of the R-Wing in the Star Fox series. And genuinely, they've done something horrible to it. It's a toy, though. It doesn't matter. It's It's a toy for children. We need to... You, look, I think with Nintendo stuff, especially the... They're branching out more into the toy area. It's like Labo. We don't all. We're, it's all right if you don't want to make the cardboard robot because it's for kids, and it, that's all right that it's for kids. It's just that we, as serious grown-up gaming fans, don't need to worry about the game where you buy little spaceships and put them on your controller because we're not nine. And I, I admit, Labo, Labo, Labo. I, I, yeah. I have to do it every time. <laughs> If I if I was nine, I would already be asking for Starlink for Christmas. Um, but I'm not, so it's all right. It's all right, everybody. You don't need. Don't worry about the Arwing, Mike. It's gonna be all right. It's just if you ever if you ever get just a twinge, a little you know feeling that maybe I should check out these Funko Pop figures. I fully encourage you to give in to that. <laughs> and uh, you know we'll see where that goes. No, I will never do that. Because then I have to have all the Funko Pops. And yeah. Already seen that They've problem. They've got numbers on already. Yeah. Already. Mm -hmm. I can see it coming. Numbered. Don't worry. Uh, they should they have didn't say it. Yeah, that was the end of the Ubisoft conference. They didn't announce anything else. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The nothing else. Mm, nothing else me. much. <laughs> no. There was a reason why Richard was, was allowed to, to watch this one grumpy. on the television. Yeah. You were yeah. getting a bit, a bit I tense. was getting grumpy. Because you were actually watching this one, so I couldn't no, lie to you about no, stuff. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was still oh. on the text thing. What? So, well, no, because but the problem is, right, Chuck's been out all day. He comes home from work. He wants to watch telly, the two of us. So, you know, I can't be like, turn that thing off you'd like to also watch. I've got to watch the Ubisoft conference. Um, so I was on the text thing. Do you know what the problem is, Emma? Your relationship's what? too good. 
This is why we I, had women's suffrage, I, so I, that you didn't have to put up with this kind yeah, of shit. Alison and I can sit not saying a word to each other all night. It's it's great, because I that can sit with my iPad watching E3, and she can sit on the TV playing Yakuza 0. That's fine. We just just ignore each other. That's the way to do it. Stop being so mm, nice yeah. to your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, I should have I should have insisted that we watch the Ubisoft conference because I mean obviously I've seen the footage afterwards, but I I I was going to put something that I feel like would have been inappropriate to put on our Slack channel about how excited I was about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, Literally, Slack. Yeah, I know, but I was going to say, you know, literally, if I was a bloke, this is where there would be just I would be throwing ropes because I'm so excited right now about it because. um, Sorry, throwing ropes. Yeah, ejaculating. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. I've never heard that one. Neither okay. had I. I genuinely had no idea what you meant. That was, I didn't just want us to say the rude thing. Neither yeah. had I, but I'm like a. Did you get I'm it like from a, context? Completely. It's, I'm like a, what do you call it? A. Uh, Intelligent. Stone. All right. The thing with the translation on it. Rosetta, Rosetta stone. stone. Thank you. My memory's getting really bad. I'm really starting to worry. <laughs> You'll be but fine. I forget about worrying, and that's good for a while. Do you know the most disturbing thing about Assassin's Creed Odyssey is that I still haven't learned to spell Odyssey. Same here. Yeah, I always feel like there's I'm more, I want to put more D's in it than there really should be. Yeah, that's exactly what I just did. <laughs> it is not two D's. It's either that or I forget that there's two Y's, and I play O-D-E-S-S-E-Y. You know, it's just a hard one to spell. It's so awkward, isn't it? But this this yeah. kind of leaked beforehand in the form of a key ring. With <laughs> of course. A and then there was a bunch of it. screenshots, which I didn't know whether I should share those <laughs> with you or not. So I didn't. Um, I must admit, this game looks fucking awesome. And it's, also, it's a it's basically they've gone full blown RPG because um, there's dialogue trees now. I mean, uh, the, they are sort of saying that it it's it's just sort of the main story doesn't change a whole heap, but obviously the way that the map works, there's sort of power struggles and how you decide to who decide to go to bat for influences how the map is and things like that. So, but I mean, the the scope of it it looks incredible. The map is enormous. They've got like a full blown like um age of empire style mass battles you can do now mm. there is a bloody philosophy philosophy throwdown missions with fucking socrates <laughs> i mean i was just nerding out and i get to play as a girl full time in an assassin's creed game i'm so excited that took a while didn't it yeah just a bit <laughs> it was a little while well you actually you could do it in like one or two of the side games but this is the first yeah, i mean liberation was a you know it was a lady and uh, in syndicate you're able to play as evie one of two uh, one of twins um you know boy and a girl but they're still twins you know yeah. just say under advisement um <laughs> yeah so you know you can play they as her for some of hands. the game yeah, they did, yeah but right. they're different genders. Oh, okay, right. So um... it's a different thing. I think it is a different thing there. Different rules apply. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you should fine. have both um, hands, definitely. Yeah. I, you know, right, but anyway, it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Massive, I love massive that naval battles. <laughs> no, he's just doing it because he fight because you know he knows I'm finding it annoying. That's um, it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's and massive naval battles are back as well from obviously Rogue and Black Flag. Um, so yeah, it's like they've taken all the best bits from the available games and 
thrown it all into one. Um, so I'm so excited for this game. Well, it has been said that uh, the changes that they've made, it looks like they decided to take their game and turn it into The Witcher 3. <laughs> and watching the gameplay and the, you know, the new gameplay features I was watching, thinking this is very similar to The Witcher, like mechanically speaking. So that can only be a good thing. So you have not managed to escape. No, no. But I mean, this is this is going to be another like 150 hour plus endeavor, and I can't wait. Yeah. Um, it looks spectacular, and yeah, it's just one of those nice things that every all the little things that people said about it as well. Like, wouldn't it be nice if I could do X, Y, or Z in Origins? They've kind of taken that and put it in. Like, people were really happy that you know you can then mount your horse from a run rather than having to stop and wait for it to catch you up. And mm-hmm. I mean, little things like that that just make people super happy. It's oh, I was just, and it looks so gorgeous. It does look very, very, very yeah, nice. Did really did it it they, they've shown things that make me feel like i i wish i could get a ps4 pro i i can't justify it at any point there's so much money and i have so little money and we're looking at i think well, two years you, before the if end if you manage to kick this limited, limited run games, games it, yeah. you know i mean that is a bigger thing they say that when smokers quit they are able to afford <laughs> fucking holidays all yeah. of a sudden so, you know, you, you might well find yourself if you put that money towards, um, you know, I did it a few years ago. Uh, I started saving the money anytime I wanted a pizza. Oh, right. And that's why, that's why last year I was able to move into a castle for a while. Right. Uh, but then I started eating pizza again. And the Wi-Fi was shit. Thick walls. Ugh. Yeah. See, but even if I could do that, I should probably put the money into paying the council tax. It's, it's. Life's complicated. It is. But yeah, it looked gorgeous, this game. It will definitely be coming into this house. And <laughs> yeah. I'll be buying the season pass for Allison much earlier, uh, as to avoid the same incident <laughs> as with <laughs> Origins. Yeah. I'm, that, I'm fucking hurting about that so much. Well, I think, <laughs> you know, so if you want to look at it in a more healthy way for yourself, uh, less healthy for your relationship, but you should get pissed off with her for making purchase without telling you. No, she hadn't hidden anything. It Damn was it. entirely my own stupidity and lack of looking anything up and just being too eager to buy a thing. You were too eager to please. Common was, mistake. Yeah. Do our audience know anything about that, or is that entirely internal? I bought the season pass for Assassin's Creed Origins for Allison, paid thirty two ninety nine for it, as is the season pass price. Turns out she'd already got the first piece of DLC, so that all that was left was the second piece of DLC and like a sword and a hat, or something like that. And so I basically just paid thirty two quid for the second piece of DLC, which was also on sale for nine ninety nine as a standalone thing so i could i i basically overpaid by an entire game (laughs) (laughs) is is the way to look at it i i could have gotten a whole other game with that money so there you go yep greece is uh, assassin's creed odyssey i read the word greece as i was speaking it fucked me up Mm -hmm. it's coming october 5th yeah is that the word Uh, no, I mean, I think I think Origins came out about October, didn't it? Possibly. Because that we was were, one we both laughed we, at, yeah. Yeah, because we were, you know, we had two 
two sort of games we both wanted to play at the same time and opted to <clears throat> on previous on previous uh, actions of uh, Ubisoft and Assassin's yeah. Creed games, uh, decided to wait and see if it worked, and it did. So was, we were both yeah, like, shit, was, we should have played still, it now. <laughs> I was still especially butthurt over uh, Unity, even though that was two games ago. Yeah, there was, yeah, exactly. There were games in the middle of that which were all right. Yeah. Uh, and so after the, uh, after the Ubisoft conference, you two got to go to bed. Yes. Whereas for me, <laughs> the PC gaming show started up. I didn't go to bed because Sony was coming. I just oh right, did you? Because I actually watching. skipped the Sony conference because, oh, right. I, like I said, the Sony conference was. I had already stayed up the night before <laughs> to watch the other show mistakenly. Uh, so I yeah, I, I, Mikey was a sleepy boy. Right. No, I oh. stay. I stayed up, but I didn't watch the PC gaming show. I started, and then I thought, you know what, I don't care. <laughs> yeah whereas for me this was they, they uh, I think they beat Microsoft on just sheer number of games but that's because it's the PC but there were a few interesting bits and pieces uh, satisfactory it looked like a Minecraft style not a Minecraft style clone because it's not like cubes it was like a big open world where you gather resources a survival game where you gather resources and build stuff to help you gather more resources and so on and so forth and I was like oh this is dull as shit and then they revealed that you can build conveyor belts and they can overlap each other and you can build little routes and have them crisscross over and under and have them organized and they run into other things and then you have conveyor belts coming out of those. And yeah, I don't know. I've never had what I would consider a fetish, but I think I find it. Conveyor belts. Conveyor belts. I'm a conveyor belt whore. Uh, yeah, so because I did remember back in uh, Fallout 4, whenever they brought out the workshop DLC, mm-hmm. and they added conveyor belts to it, and they were just so disappointing. Well, I mean, I didn't really mess with that very much. I literally played because I bought the season pass. I had it because it had achieve. I mean, I played it had achievements also. Oh yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was sitting there like um, I, a sentence it caused me to say to my husband was, "I'm coming to bed in a minute, love. I'm just waiting for this thing to make a hundred lunch boxes." <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but I was so disappointed with it with because the conveyor belts and that they were just like square things and you plunked them together and you couldn't actually do anything interesting with them and they were awful. So this. Um, there's no release date, but when it comes out, I might disappear. I might have to go on a journey to find myself for a while. Fair enough. Uh, then there was t- uh, another two games, two games, separate ends of the uh, conference, but they're both uh, oddly similar. They're both coming out uh, next year. There was NeoCab, um, which is a sci-fi uh, cab simulator where you're a cab driver, but the point is you talk to people and you have to solve uh, a mystery. That's so a great pick, idea. Someone should do a, a series, really cool, yeah. Someone should do a series of up, novels based on that. A crime-fighting yeah, cabbie. You, you have to talk to them and you like have a journey. You know, As the journey's going on, you have to make decisions about what you're going to say. And then the journey ends and you have to drop them off and you have to go, go from there. And that's uh, it's all at NeoCab, so it's like uh, sci-fi themed. And then, like an hour later, they had a game called Night Call, which is a French cabbie simulator where it looks like the exact same thing, but it's all French and noir themed. And it's, uh, I, I don't think it's set, I, I think it like 
it gave off a kind of 70s vibe almost uh but it's the exact same thing and you're trying i think you're trying to solve murders or you know a serial murder and that and you're picking people up and trying and again early 19 and it's it just seemed like a completely unrelated developers completely unrelated things but they both come up with the same idea at the same time and it was releasing around the same time so i'm going to be keeping an eye on these two to see what the differences are very odd it seems to be a a perfect example of uh convergent evolution (laughs) you know the idea was just it was just the right time for this idea to happen I just want to see the TV series of the crime fighting cabbie. It would yeah. be set in London, and every time he like beat someone up or killed some a bad guy, he'd say a catchphrase that involved some sort of Cockney rhyming slang. But how this I, bloke's I, I mean, bread, what Yeah, yeah. And then he'd get but in his how, cabbie and ride. I don't know how you would more. deal with like a, a a modern TV show with a char- where the lead character is a racist, though. Oh. Ooh. Cutting. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not saying all people from London are. Just the cabbies. I'm just saying all London cabbies are. Not yeah. planning on getting a taxi in London anytime soon then. Okay. I was born there and I got the fuck out as soon as I could. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> Yakuza is coming to the PC. <laughs> yes. That was a big one. I was super excited. Now, uh, I, you, yeah. I have witnessed a great deal of Yakuza over the last week or so. Thank you so much it? for that. <laughs> She's well, been what's so you... quiet and peaceful. Honestly, <laughs> it has been just idyllic. It's been like being on holiday. <laughs> is what it's been oh, like. I wondered, I'm going to make a compilation of the, the parts of this show that, <laughs> that, that Alison, you know, must and never it will be used. Yeah, it will be revealed to the public during the court case as Exhibit A. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Yakuza Zero. Uh, they announced Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Kiwami, which is the remake of Yakuza One, are being ported to uh, PC by Sega, who have been kind of knocking it out of the park with the PC ports. Uh, you know, Bayonetta, uh, Vanquish, things like that. Well, Kate, Sega have always done good PC ports. Mm. Yeah. If if you go back to sort of the '90s stuff, a lot of their things rang better on PCs. That's true. Then, and then, then the they brought them drive. to the, because the, they had a lot of arcades as well. So they, uh, yeah, yeah, they would port stuff to, yeah, I suppose. But uh, yeah, the uh, Yakuza Zero is out on August seventh, and I loaded up Steam today, and there was the little pop up saying, "Yeah, pre-order Yakuza Zero for thirteen quid." I was like, "You fuckers!" Here, here's the thirteen quid. Here's Don't the money. Leave me alone. Yeah, so I've got that. That's waiting for me. So I, I and I assume that since they've announced that they are, you know, this year on the P, the PS4 is getting Yakuza Kiwami two, and they've announced that they're also going to port three and four, yeah, to the PS4. So I assume they'll come to PC as well. So I will be getting all of those. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, uh, the it's. Do you know what? I've, I haven't played it at all. I've only been, been watching it. And it's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's so fucking weird, but it looks amazing. It is. I can it it looks this. brilliant. Um, there's just has, so much. Has she been playing the the uh, the karaoke mini game? Yes. <laughs> I right. So activities I've seen. There's there's been karaoke. I mean, well, right. There's lots of fighting. That's the thing, yeah. and that all. But that's like good. a side thing. <laughs> yeah, the, I've seen the karaoke. 
the dancing and she's like dancing with a girl now as well so there's it's two people doing it um paul playing paul that was the thing yep. um oh the arcade games i've seen outrun and space harrier the claw mm. machine and everything with that <laughs> the music far far too easy to win claw machine yeah the claw um, machine that pays out every fucking time the the nightclub that she's running now with girls in it and things <laughs> hostess club hostess yes. club whatever they don't um, put out <laughs> no in fact I, I just saw beating someone up or something for getting his knob rubbed under the table um slot car racing that was i think that's what she was doing when i came up yep. to do the show i got way too into that yeah she was designing a car mm-hmm. I, and so there's clearly just so much stuff in this game it's yep. And it looks gorgeous. It, it and then really there's a does. whole casino. You'll reach a point. I think there's a hidden casino at some point. So you have all friggin' casino games. To right. Play. This is going to keep her going for ages. And there seem to be a lot of achievements and trophies and things like that to do. Yeah. So I, you're I'm, very welcome. It's definitely better value for money than the Assassin's Creed Origins fucking season pass. <laughs> and was in I fact mean, cheaper. Some... <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, so fun, yeah, fun. it's now I'm very pleased that those games have come into our lives. Um, so as soon as she's done, I'll get Yakuza Kiwami and keep it. Then by the time she's done that, the second one will be out. Exactly, because <laughs> it's only a few months away. Yeah, Le- uh, it's late August. <gasps> So's her birthday. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's it all works out. Uh, then we had. Uh, Man Eater, which all one word, I thought it was two. It is a shark simulator RPG where you play as a shark on a beach. I'm on board. I'm I, on board I, also. I would do that. Yep. And yeah, you put points into skills, which can allow you to, say, jump onto the beach and then flop back into the water after grabbing someone. Uh, you can use your tail to attack and you gain points by eating people and causing destruction. That sounds pretty fun. That's a seal right there. I found uh, its Steam page. Does it it have doesn't sy- have a release date yet. No, but it sadly. has system requirements, so I know if I can get excited or not. <laughs> Look at those barely anything system. It's still a better graphics card than mine, but I think the processor should make up for it. Mm. Windows 7, it requires a quad-core processor, 8 gigs of RAM, NVIDIA GeForce 970. I have a 750. Uh Oh, no, but that's just a recommendation. It will run on a 470. I might get oh, this. Right. There you go. I might get it. It didn't this. look, you know, graphically, you know, they weren't going for hyper-realism. <laughs> See, I have the, the Jaws game for the PS2, and that's a little bit of fun. I think they tried, uh, there was another company that tried doing a shark sim a while ago, but it really was quite terrible. So right. people are, you know, the, this one looks like it might actually be good. What's two, and then, uh, Sorry, yeah, go two, ahead. No, oh, I was... Um, Silence. <laughs> I felt like someone had to man up there. Yeah, someone had to. <laughs> it wasn't going to be. <laughs> so, uh, two Point Hospital. Uh, two Point Hospital. This is the successor to Theme Hospital. Right. Uh, you build a hospital. And I find that with sim games, they're fun for a little while for me. But then they, I kind of get into a rut with them. What can make it? So that I, it gives me considerable more, considerably more longevity is if it has a good sense of humor about it. And Two Point Hospital seems to have 
a very good, uh, you know, you can give, you know, people develop cartoon illnesses. Uh, so has to be that way. Oh it's yeah. So uh, it, not fun. If, yeah. if in theme hospital, instead of what the invisibility disease or something like that, if the game was just like, yeah, you've got cancer. No, yeah. it's, it's inoperable. You're going to eat. We would give you about three weeks. Like that's not fun. That's that's yeah. terrifying I reality. Much, I would much rather you know put someone in a centrifuge to cure them of turtle head, which is where their head has shrunk down to a tiny little size and they look like a turtle, than like talk yes. someone through a miscarriage. You know yeah, that's not fun. So many really distressing medical things. Yeah, hospitals are happen. not fun places to be. It's, it's not, not good... all people trying to make excuses up about why there's a ketchup bottle stuck in their bottom, although yeah. that does happen. I encourage it you does. to make friends with a nurse and get them a bit drunk. <laughs> Seriously. Because it's... nurses are easy. Uh... No, it's so worth the stories. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that uh, that looks, you know, it's coming out. They haven't put a solid date, but fall 2018. Yeah. Uh, we also saw uh, some of The Walking Dead, the final season, which I haven't played, like, season two or three of that, and I've had a bit of it falling out with Telltale games in general. I think we've we've sort of all been a bit cold towards them. Never played a single one. Really? Yeah. Wow, because they have some good stuff, but, you know, they've been a bit... I'm sure they do, and I think technically yeah. I own a couple. I, I can't, undoubtedly. undoubtedly for one reason or another, I mean, I, I think the Batman game was a PlayStation Plus thing. Yeah. And I think yeah. I got the Back to the Future one as part of a bundle. Mm, that was the one that sort of really broke the spell for me. I was big into Telltale before the Back to the Future right. game because I was really looking forward to that. And it was so goddamn dull right i didn't play it. it yeah it was not good but the interesting thing was uh they showed off uh this final season and the the thing about the walking dead games is uh, the thing with all telltale games is it's uh, like an a fixed camera so you just sort of walk around a scene and the camera will shift a little with you but it you know stays you know fairly fixed uh they have they now have a full 3D camera for the first time in any of their games. So you can look wherever you want, you know, it's sort of a third person style camera. Uh, still, you know, for conversations and stuff like that, it'll still switch into a cinematic camera. But it's a pretty big, you know, upgrade. And I think it could really improve some of their games. I, I'd be interested in them, like, retrofitting it, if they could, into some of them. And the combat system now seems, I mean, it still looks like it's, uh, quick time events but now like you can choose where you target and stuff like that so it looks like they've made some significant engine changes for like the first time in a decade is this interesting to you because you played the walking dead um, I've only played the first I've only played the first one again I don't think I've ever played one that I've paid for because <laughs> they're quite frequently on games with gold um so, yeah, I mean, the, I think with the Walking Dead one, it's purely I haven't, not that I haven't played it because I didn't like it. I haven't played it much because it was harrowing. It and was, yeah. As, as someone, you know, like you two, who struggles from time to time with mood, um, it's difficult to G yourself up to play one because um, you're only going to be sad. 
is, so, yeah. but I mean, you Which know, is why I, think... I own the second one, and I think I may own the third one. But there just hasn't been a day in the past, like two or three years, where I've been like, okay. Time to feel I, sad. I feel like I, I want to make a devastating decision in front of a incredibly vulnerable child that I'm responsible for today. Let's play Walking Dead. Yeah. Great. Uh, and then, uh, do you want to talk about Rapture, Re- Rapture Rejects or Hitman 2? Uh, or... uh, Hitman 2. Hitman 2. I want to talk about Hitman 2 because the special edition is fucking hysterical. <laughs> I mean, because I tweeted about it and you were like, oh, I want it. I want it for the I believe duck. my I believe my actual response was motherfuckers. Fuckers. Because, you know, it comes in a very swish, like a attache case, um, with a nice steel book. Um, and a challenge coin thing and a fucking rubber duck. <laughs> a little rubber duck. Oh, yeah, it's there dressed, it is. It's dressed like Agent 47. Oh. I <laughs> want it. So bad. So bad. And but yeah, it was interesting fits- that they, uh, yeah, they chose the PC gaming show because, yeah, I was looking there and Hitman 2 did not show up in any of the other shows. Um, no, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, interesting choice. Because well, it's not, I mean, because it's not made by a big, like one of the big studios at a showcase anymore, is it? Because it's not. That's true. Not, I mean, that's probably why. Yeah, it's one yeah, of no longer. So... It's no longer Square Enix. It's Yeah, but um... it is weird because you can play a bit of it now. They've got like a sniper challenge thing like they had for, I think it was Absolution. They had a, a sniper challenge, which came yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we don't speak of Absolution, but. Um, well, it... what's interesting about that sniper challenge is they did that for Absolution and people really enjoyed that. Uh, the yeah. sniper challenge thing, um, and then they uh, they did it again for the last Hitman game, Hitman. And what's interesting is it was the exact same fucking game. Yeah, essentially. they reused it. So whenever I heard they were doing it again, I was like, "Oh, you're not recycling this for the second time, are you?" And fair enough, they haven't. It's uh, an actually completely new version of it, complete with uh, co-op. So uh, they haven't cheaped out again. Mm. Um, yeah, but I thought it was. Now you say that, I thought it was quite interesting, considering that you, they, you know, there's a, there, this is coming, and you can play a bit of it now. Um, mm. It wasn't really showcased by. I don't know. Yeah, weird. But anyway, um, not in. They're not releasing it episodically. Um, no. This one is coming out as one big, big chunk. So whether that is. Although they are boasting some of their makes? biggest levels ever, so hopefully they, you know. I'm expect. I think that a lot of this game, and I think this is a good thing, was probably complete before uh, they were, you know, they detached from Square Enix. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I think I'm, so. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the the only thing that now you said that that gives me slight pause is obviously because I mean I know that it came out episodically, but. I still think I know Hitman came out in 2016 technically, but I still feel it was fairly recent to sort of get another big, you know, it's going to come out in one big yeah. chunk. So yeah. therefore, what makes is are these levels that they would have put in the episodic Hitman, but they're too big and too ambitious, or are these levels they went actually we're not going to you know reject levels that they've sort of brushed up and polished up and. Um, uh, I, like I said, I yeah. don't know. I'm hoping they do show off more um, because it isn't episodic. I'm mm-hmm. hoping we do see, you know, I don't. I hope we get like, you know, a look at least at some of the other levels. All they're showing so far is this. And I haven't actually seen any gameplay demos of it mm-hmm. yet. The Monaco yeah. level. That's the one that's, you know, in all the trailers and uh, 
people are talking about. Um, so I will be looking more carefully at it. I think they, I think that I, I think they have a lot to prove now that they are, you know, sort of on their own. So yeah, that's going to be I'm interesting. Ho- I'm hoping. Will they, will they spread their wings? Um, I mean, but I'm, I'm going to say that I think that it might be a case of, you know, you like that game. Here's that game again, but bigger. And I think there's probably, I'm sort of fine with that. So yeah. with Hitman, um, I am because yeah. the Hitman games, like they fall into the genre, the stealth sort of subgenre where they really are puzzle games. Mm. It's all about like working out the pattern and finding, you know, where you need to be at each moment. So as long as they, you know, keep doing that, I'll yeah. be there. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean that's you know just to sort of relate relate that back to Assassin's Creed. I mean the thing that me and you found slightly disappointing about Origins was that it's essentially the same ladder. That you know fundamentally yeah. the game is here is a problem. Here's nine guys between you and that problem. Kill these nine guys. The problem is solved, um, or the problem is postponed in some cases. So they've cut in with Odyssey. What really pleased me is that yeah. they seem to have not done that again which is like woo thank goodness because that was the rpg thing you were saying that was pleasing was that you could choose to kill someone or let them go which was fun yeah but then you can also lie about what you did yeah which is great i mean so yeah i mean it's it was a good the thing that really needed to be refreshed about the assassin's creed concept was that one thing, which I think was the one thing that you and I found a bit uh, dubious about Origins. So with Odyssey, although it's obviously the same game, the build-wise, it's sort of, it looks similar to Origins, but they've changed a lot of those aspects. You're like, okay, it's not the same game, you know, but bigger and uncut, essentially. Whereas with Hitman 2 is it's probably going to be a case of it's similar in scope and design and ideas to the previous Hitman, which is fine. But you sort of think, okay, if they manage it and pull it off, you know, on the basis that will there be a Hitman three after this, can they do it again, essentially? So is this sort of a stepping stone onto, um, you know, are they going to paint themselves into a corner by having, you know, big levels and lots of stealth opportunities, but how many times do you want to keep playing that one game? Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see. Yeah. Um, and also to go back, just to rewind back to a previous point. Uh, another thing about Assassin's Creed that has me cautiously optimistic is uh, they have said that the modern day section is going to be much more substantial this time, which I think it needs because yeah. they. I mean, although I think that it was wise to sort of scale it right back with Origins and. Obviously, they sort of went between these extremes of the stuff with Desmond went on and on and on. But mm-hmm. then in things like Black Flag and Syndicate, I mean, it was basically inconsequential. You it know, was it was silly. just there to, <laughs> yeah, it was just there to stop you having fun for too long, essentially. Um, so I think that it was good with Origins that they sort of did kind of a just a tentative, almost a tentative attempt at, you know, is this character going to fly? Can we sort of get the the meta narrative you know with the stuff with the the precursor race and all this stuff can we get that to work okay with maybe someone who's coming to origin you know assassin's creed kind of a bit blind Mm. so i think that if if that if they sort of decided to essentially soft reboot it a bit Mm. with with her um i think that it that this is the game to kind of expand that narrative a bit with it so yes i think that it's a good wise decision i still think they should do away with all the future stuff <clears throat> just forget it. Don't have any of it. Well, I mean, just they tried that with Black Flag. Was that not good? 
It good Black Flag mm. was good, but I mean it it was weird because they ha- still had that stuff, but the way that they asked you to sort of address that stuff, it it was kind of strange and didn't really add much. So they've tried to minimize it as much as possible. But unfortunately, because now we're what like oh God, even if you include the side scrolling <laughs> ones yeah. like ten games into this, oh, they're, yeah, they're too invested. I mean, they've if you leave out the meta narrative altogether, you know, there's gonna be Riots. Fair I mean, enough. I was I was especially pissed off recently because it popped up that uh, there is an Assassin's Creed comic book, an ongoing comic book, which there are novels, mate. Oh, I know there are novels. I knew there were novels and everything, but I I download comic books weekly, and like I get to see all the comic books that are out per week, and the people. To, okay, let's put it this way. The people who pirate comics had not even considered the Assassin's Creed comic book worthy of pirating. <laughs> it's a good uh, way to protect your stuff from piracy. Just yeah. do something really mm-hmm. shit. And the thing about this comic is it is it has made a significant uh, step forward in the modern day narrative in the comic book that no one is interested in. Meanwhile, the uh, the main the actual video games have not been bothering with that storyline for the past four or five games, so yeah. it it was a bit of a bit of a dick slap. Oh well, let's do Sony. Let's do Sony because I stayed up. <laughs> I did not. I was way too tired. <coughs> oh, I'm I was in bed, my friend. And and did it start? Did it not start? We had no fucking clue. It was the most disorganized thing. Started really? out. It started out in a tent, right? Oh. Well, actually, no. It oh, started... shall we? Shall we go back and just talk about Ubisoft's adorable uh, audio problems? Oh yeah, you've got to turn the mics off when people stop talking. That when people leave the stage, that is a good time to turn their microphones off. As, uh, before then, just as yeah. soon as they say thank you, bye bye, and the lights go out, then you do it. Then, so yeah. then you don't hear them saying things. Because Before it ran the gamut, we had because we had one guy come off uh, after like he stumbled a bit through his spiel about whatever game it was, and as he came off, you heard someone saying, "We're sorry, we changed the beginning for you." Yeah, well, it changes every day. Everything changes. It's so annoying. <laughs> it was just you know this sort of cold thing, and then whereas whenever the Beyond Good and Evil people left, all you heard was the the lady who was with him going, "Yay, we killed it!" <laughs> it was adorable. It was. And they did. They did very well. It must be a tense moment. I can't imagine presenting with that much pressure. But anyway. So yeah, the Sony thing. It started with the four annoying random people that they had talking around a desk. And they were like, it's time to go to the thing. And they went to the thing and it was in this shitty little tent with bad sound. You're like, what the fuck's Hmm. going on? And the, the little PlayStation dude came out and did his spiel, and then they went into games. And then it became clear that what they'd done is that the room from the cutscene of The Last of Us Part Two, oh yeah, uh, was the room that they'd built. That was the so the idea was is that you, the camera kind of blended from being in that room with the people to being in the game, and you really was like, is this the game for a blink for a split second? Like shit, that's the game. It looks amazing. Uh, then they did a demo of. Or, or some gameplay of Last of Us Part Two, which looked appealing to people who like those games. Hello, uh, hello. Uh, there's <laughs> another one downstairs, and everything. There's they're everywhere. These people, Rich, we're everywhere. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not my kind of game at all, but it looked spectacular, 
and it had lesbians at the beginning, which you know has pissed off some knobheads. So I'm, it's I'm always okay. good. I'm okay with that as well. Um, and yeah, it looks spectacular. Then a couple of random things that we didn't know. Resident Evil 2. I can see this one being oh, divisive. On. Sorry, I've, I've, missed this, I've missed the story. Sorry. After the, the, the Last of Us Part 2 footage ended, and then it cuts back to the four weird people at the desk. Sorry, I don't know who any of these people are when companies do shit like this. <laughs> Nobody but, does. But who are you four people? Why should I recognize you? I recognize three people. Phil Spencer, Todd Hard, and Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so it then cuts back to them, and they were like, right, we're getting ready to start the presentation soon. And the whole world tripped. And what? What was? What was that then? If we, I might actually go back here? and watch this. It sounds yeah. like a proper clusterfuck. It's like what the fuck is going on? And then there was fifteen minutes of people at desk, while Sony apparently moved everybody out of that tent and into a proper auditorium, where they watched the rest of the presentation. That's weird. It really yeah. is weird, but it is what they did. I think if I had stayed up, I'd be pissed, yeah. but also kind of bemused. There was a good 15 minutes of what the fuck is going on? Huh. Why have you started and then stopped and then you're going to start again? What's the deal? But that's what they did. Uh, As if people are watching or anything. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 